Yes, sir. Yeah, we get them. Why we do it? Why we do it? I do it for the time. crowd you guys are looking good tonight well my name is Matt like Steven said if you're new and we're really happy that you guys are here so tonight is week two of our current series called home run life raise your hand if you're enjoying it right it's a it's a good good series and so really in this series we're talking about what it means to live the best life possible that God has for you see God wants you to win in every area of your life. So some of you are playing sports, some of you maybe are in a band, maybe academics is just your thing. You are the straight A student. I wasn't quite that, but maybe that's your thing. See, we all want to win. And God wants us to win too, but to win, we have to follow God's pattern for living, just like how in sports, you and I have to follow the rules and the pattern of that particular sport. See, M12, God wants you to be successful, and not just in things like sports, but especially in your life, especially in your life. But if you're going to win, you have to play by his rules. See, God has a pattern that he wants us to live by, but the Bible's pretty clear that there's also a pattern that the world is telling you to live by. In fact, we can find out about it in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It's going to be on the screen for you. It says this, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so what he's saying there is he's saying that there is a pattern that God wants you to live by, like the video talked about, but then there's this other pattern that the world wants you and wants me to live by. See, M12, uh, the world wants me and you to live in a pattern that puts all of the focus on me and on you. The world wants to tell you that everything that you've been given, all the materials that you have, like your clothes, your electronics, everything like that, but also your natural uh, charisma, your personality, the world wants to tell you that all of that you should spend on yourself to make you look more famous. But that's not the pattern that God wants us to live by. See, the pattern that God wants us to live by says that everything that we have, every material, every personality trait is all given to us by God so we can glorify him. So to win in life, Travis last week talked about home plate. If you remember what it was, it was connecting with God. See, if you are going to win in life, you must start there. It's home plate, connecting with God. But this week, we're going to answer this question, and it's on your notes. It's how do I even get on base? See, if you're going to win in life, if you are going to run the bases in the right way, if you are going to live the life that God wants each and every one of you to live, you have to know how to get on base. And M12, I hope you're ready for tonight's message because I think if you, I know if you grab a hold to it, it's going to change all of us. First base is character. Character is who you are on the inside. Character is who you really are, and your character can be displayed or shown by the things that you do. So you need to make sure you get that tonight, girls and guys. Character is who you really are. And character is shown by the things that you do. 
So if you go to school, man, and you are working really hard, even though it may not be your thing, school wasn't really my thing. I wasn't the greatest, but I got through because I worked hard. But, but if you uh, slack off in school, it may be an indication that your character is not the best. But man, if you go to school and you work hard, you may have good character. Or if you treat your parents well, the Bible says honor your father and mother. If you are doing that, maybe you have good character. And if you don't do that, that may be an indication that your character is not great. Even when you come to church, the way you act when you come here is an indication of your character. And how you get great character is this. This is also in your notes. uh, In the vine is the power to win within. In the vine is the power to win within. And when I drift from the vine, I drift into sin. See, guys, Jesus talked about it this way in John chapter 15, verse 5. He said this, that I am the vine and you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, then he will bear much fruit. In other words, if you connect with Jesus, guys, eyes up here. If you connect with Jesus, then Jesus is going to not only come inside you like salvation that we talk about, but God is going to come inside you and he is going to develop your character, who you are on the inside, so that you can have the life that he wants you to live. See, when Jesus said these words, he was probably speaking to a lot of farmers. He was probably speaking to a lot of people that were dealing in agriculture. And I don't know about you, but that's not quite my story. I think that if Jesus were here today, he would probably tell it a little bit like this. Jesus may say if he were here, maybe he would say, I am like the power source and you are like the piece of technology or something that needs to be plugged in. And when you plug into me, you will do good things. You will have strong character. You'll have strong character. See, over here, guys, I have a lamp. See, you and I were raised with technology, right? Uh... I remember social media when I was your age, uh, MySpace was kind of the cool thing. So we all grew up with technology. In your house somewhere, I am sure you have some source of, of, uh, of light. This is a lamp. A lamp produces light. And what does light do? It gives you sight. It gives you sight and it gives you vision. And tonight, I want to tell you guys that this light is a little bit like your character. This light is a little bit like your character. On its own, it really can't do that much. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. When we're not plugged into Jesus, we're useless, right? Like this light. But let's say that this right here, the power source, let's say that this is Jesus. Useless without any power. And then Jesus comes into you and I, home plate. He saves us. We give our life to him. And then first place, uh, first base rather, Jesus comes into our life and he ignites our character. And all of a sudden, the vision and the sight of who we are, of who Jesus is, is illuminated in our lives. And not only can we see more clearly, but when you have godly character, when you win within, you help other people see better as well. You help other people see better as well. See, the next point on your notes is you must plug in to the vine. 
You must plug into the vine. If you want to have the best life that God has for you, your character must be built, and your character being built and strong comes from connecting with Jesus. It comes from connecting with, G- with Jesus. Maybe another example uh, is an iPhone. I don't know about you, but, but I'm stuck with an iPhone uh, 6 right now. An iPhone 6. I remember on my 15th birthday is when I got my first iPhone. When talking about character, the iPhone may seem like a silly illustration, but let me set up a story uh, for you. You may already have an iPhone 7, but let's say that you really want an iPhone 7. We just watched the video and we know all the capabilities that an iPhone 7 has. If you're like me, you see friends with an iPhone 7 and they're taking pictures and then I am just depressed because my iPhone 6 pictures are way worse. And so let's say you go to your parents and maybe you go to the parent uh, that you know is, uh, is more likely to give you what you want, right? For me, it's my mom. If I go to my mom, I'm probably gonna get what I want, right? So, so let's say, M12, that you go to your mom and you say, mom, uh, can I have an iPhone? And she tells you no, so you go to your dad. Hey, dad, can I have an iPhone? Let's say he, know, he says no as well. But you know that your birthday is coming up. You're turning 13, and you know that this is your golden opportunity to get an iPhone. So let's say your birthday finally comes. You're at your party. Your family is there. Your friends are there. And it comes time to open gifts. And man, fingers are crossed. You are hoping you get an iPhone. And then all of a sudden, your mom slips across the table to you, this beautiful rectangular box. Do you know what it is? It's going to be the iPhone. But, but your mom slips you this package, and you begin to open it. And you notice that it is a white box, and it is the iPhone 7. So you open it up, and it is like the best day of your life. There's actually nothing in here because it's my old phone case. But let's say that this is the iPhone 7. And for the next day, you are glued to this phone. You are taking advantage of all the capabilities that this phone has to offer. But then let's say the next day you wake up, and this phone is totally black. The screen is not working. You are frantic, uh, frantically freaking out at this moment. So you take it to the Apple store and go up to the Genius Bar and you tell them, hey, my phone is not working. My phone's not working. So they go and check it out. They come back and they tell you, dude, you got you to gotta charge your phone. I know that may seem simple, but, but here's the deal. With iPhones, if you don't plug it in, it's not going to work well. And guys, it's the same way with the light and with your character. If you're not plugged in, it's not going to work. In M12, I think that a lot of us try to live the Christian life without being plugged into Jesus. I think a lot of you guys may be trying to live life on your own power. Maybe you are relying on your own personality. Maybe you are relying on your athletic ability to get you far in life. In M12, tonight, each and every one of you must decide whether you are going to have strong character. Guys, this is not anybody else's decision. This is not your parents' decision. This is not Pastor Stephen's decision. If you want to live the life that God wants you all to live, then you must plug into Jesus. You must make this this decision. You must. 
And here's the thing is when you plug into Jesus, like that verse was talking about that we read earlier, that Jesus starts to speak to you. That whenever you read the Bible, the Holy Spirit starts to show you stuff. It starts to reveal places in your life where you are, are sinning, where you need to do better. And then all of a sudden, God builds up in you who you are, your character. God does that. So as we uh, begin to wrap up this teaching, I want to ask you this question. It's in your notes. Where do I, where do you need to draw the line? Where do you need to draw the line? Let me tell you what I mean by this. I don't know about you, but for me, a lot of times growing up, when I was getting really close to doing something that I shouldn't, what would my parents say? They would tell me, they would say, son, we love you, but you're getting really close to the line. Uh, some of your parents may say that, but when I, what do they mean? Think about it in your head. What did they mean when they said that? They, they meant that I was getting really close to doing something that I shouldn't. They were saying I was getting really close to something that was going to hurt my character and not grow it, who I am on the inside. So M12, tonight, where in your life, think to yourself, where in my life am I crossing the line? Because for your character to be built up inside, for you to become the person, the girl, the guy that God wants you to be, you must live within the rules that God has set in place. See, I don't know how you view God's rules. I don't know how you view God's guidelines, these things in the Bible that he tells us to do and not to do. But M12, it's really easy, I think, especially as middle schoolers, to think that uh, God says no to us because he uh, wants us to not have fun. It's easy to think that way, but guys and girls, tonight, God does not put those things in our lives because he doesn't want us to have fun, but because he wants to protect us. And in middle school, you may think that, you, that those rules and those guidelines that God has put in place do not apply to you. But here's the thing. God is not asking you to say no to things because he doesn't love you. God is telling you to stay away from some things because he loves you. And he doesn't want you to get hurt. It's kind of like ro uh, um, lanes on the roads, those markings that are on the side of the road, they're not there because uh, the road workers are like, man, how can we decrease the fun of drivers? No, right? That, that's silly. They want us to be safe. And tonight, God does not want you to cross the line. Let me share with you a story about my life as an example. I remember when I was in middle school, when I was your age, Probably the biggest thing that I cared about the most is what other people thought about me. I cared a whole lot about it. In fact, it really affected my whole world. It affected all of my thinking. Maybe, maybe this is you. But whenever I would go to school, I would act a certain way in class because I wanted the attention to be on me. When I went to church, I would do and say certain things because I wanted the attention to be on me. See, I was not living life by God's guidelines, but I was living like, uh, like the pattern of this world. 
But thankfully, when I got to high school, I had some really great people, a youth pastor and some small group leaders, like even some of yours, and they came alongside me in early high school, and they said, hey, Matt, we love you enough to tell you something. And they said, Matthew, you are crossing the line that God has put in your life, and you are using everything that God has put in your life, and you're using it for yourself. And they helped me realize that the world was not about me. They helped me realize that everything that I had, God had given me so that I could push other people toward Jesus. And that, for me, changed my life. It changed my life. And so I want each of you guys to think in your head, what is the area of your life where you are crossing the line? See, I think a lot of times we, we forget what Jesus has done for us. Let's put up Romans 6, 6 on the screen. And let, let me read this for you. It says, for we know that our old self, that's our sinful self, the life that we had before home plate, before we met Jesus. Our old self was crucified with Jesus, with him, so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. In the same way, count or consider uh, yourself dead to sin, but alive to God in Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign or live in your body. And so what he's saying there is that he is say, uh, he's saying that God, Jesus, has done everything in your life for you to stay within the lines that God has made. So think to yourself as we close tonight. What is the area of your life where God has clearly marked and he said, this is the line because I love you and I want you to have strong character. I want you to win within so that you can have the best life possible. What boundary are you crossing? Perhaps it's what I shared. Maybe your world is really centered on yourself. And maybe tonight you need to realize that God gave you your life, not so you could make much of yourself, not so you could make yourself more famous like the world tells you to do, but that God gave you your life so that you could make much of God. Maybe at your home, and it may be tough because all of us don't come from like really great homes, but the Bible still says to honor your father and mother, and maybe that's the line you're crossing. Maybe the Bible tells you to work hard like you're working for God and not for men. And maybe, maybe you don't work hard. And maybe that is the line in your life that you're crossing. What is the line, M12, tonight that each of us are crossing? See, if you want to live in life, the, or if you want to, uh, to win in life, these are the rules that you and I must live by, the pattern that we must live. So I hope that you've thought about something tonight, uh, an area of your life where you are living outside of God's bounds, where you have crossed the line. And in just a moment, I'm going to pray. And what I want you to do while I'm praying is I want you to pray by yourself in your head. You don't have to do it out loud. But I want you to pray to God and I want you to ask him for his help. Ask him for his help because maybe you have been living outside of God's power and you've been trying to live the good life without connecting to Jesus. Maybe you're like the lamp that's not plugged in, the iPhone that is not charged or plugged in. What area tonight is it 
that you need to move in, that you need to change.